Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell, and I am joined by Jenna Tobble, Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience at First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Hey, Andy. Last episode, we got together and tried to save some money on our heating bills and other utilities. What's the financial topic for today's program? Yeah, so today I have actually invited a new guest to join us from the Elder Network, and that is Kate Jurek from the Elder Network, um, to just share some really important tips and advice and even resources for those who are maybe caring for aging parents in the community. It's something I don't think we've really ever talked about, but it is a huge part of your finances when you have to start caring for your parents. Um, so welcome to Good Money Moves, Kate. Um, do you wanna just maybe share a little bit about yourself and the Elder Network with us? I sure can. Thank you so much for having me today, Jenna. Um, I'm a lifelong resident of Southeastern Minnesota. I'm married to Patrick and the mom of three adult kids. Uh, I am also a secondary caregiver for my parents and in-laws. I've worked in senior services for over 25 years in the area. I currently am the Olmsted County Senior Advocate at Elder Network. So that's the experience I'm bringing with me to the table. Um, and this is a passionate that is supported through, uh, I'm I'm mm -hmm. so sorry, maybe I could start over. Oh, no worries. <laughs> Just go with. Just can I say, um, yeah. So um, my position, I had passion instead of position. Uh, <clears throat> so my position is supported through granting dollars from the uh, Southeastern Minnesota Area Agency on Aging. And my role is to support um, residents and uh, caregivers of Olmsted County for information and referral needs. Um, I'm the person that can actually, uh, you know, they can sit in front of and mm -hmm. be with them for um, forms assistance. I spend a very good portion of my day um, conversing with caregivers um, mm -hmm. about their needs and how they can best uh, care for their loved ones. And yes. um, the care receiver is often a parent, but it's really interesting as our times are changing, um, you know, people are being caregivers for all kinds of individuals. You know, there's other relatives, neighbors, um, maybe just a friend who doesn't have any support. So um, I talk to a lot of people about a lot of needs. Well, that's fantastic. And yeah, I really love um, being a, a support to seniors and those um, you know that are caring for them. And we are all where we are today because of what we have been given in our world. Um, for those that have gone before us. And it's a gift to be able to give back a little bit and support them to live their best life at this most vulnerable time in their lives for some. Yeah. Elder Network, yeah. And you know that's kind of our job at Elder Network. It's all about um, supporting our seniors and those that are supporting them. Um, you know, we're a small Rochester nonprofit that started almost 30 years ago. Um, as a peer counseling program. And we've gone to an organization that serves hundreds of seniors and caregivers yearly. 
We provide information, referral, caregiving supports of many kinds, respite care, friendly visiting, technology assistance, transportation to medical appointments, support groups and education. And our mission is to help those 55 and better and their caregivers have the opportunity to thrive and lead rewarding lives. We try to do this by making sure that the cost is not a deterrent to meeting those needs. So we use a sliding scale fee for our programs um, that charge and other things are free, such as our supports and my services. Well, that's fantastic. So what would you say, Kate, in the experience you've had and the things that you've seen helping um, our community, you know, what's the most important financial aspect of caring for aging parents or relatives um, that people should really kind of keep in mind? Well, I think that most important thing to keep in mind when discussing financial concerns in aging is that these are hard conversations to have, right? Um, and there's sort of a role reversal happening here. And, you know, and that can be really hard for the older adults. So I think about these issues as long term care planning concerns. Um, you know, and we all need to have plans in our lives. And so when we're talking to, um, those that we're caring for and we see aging around us, um, you know, it's really good just to kind of think about that as a plan. You know, what are we planning for? What do you want? And how can I help you in that process? So first, it's important that those that we are caring for are safe, of course. Mm -hmm. And second, we want to make sure that they can, um, you know, that we as their caregivers can allow them some autonomy in the process of decision making. When you're, going through, when you're going through this process, Kate, is there anything that I guess is often overlooked when it comes to the financial status or abilities of our, our parents or other people that we're caring for? Well, I think it's really um, a lot of folks do not have those advanced care um planning items in place like wills, financial powers of attorney forms, um, healthcare directives. And um, if you, you know, if you don't have up to date ones, um, that can be difficult too. So, you know, as we're aging, those are really important conversations to have, um, you know, with our family members and um, to make sure that those are, are in place. Yeah. Absolutely. So when should you really start talking with your parents about taking care of them? I'm not sure the best terminology to use there, but when you have to step into that role as a parent to your parent, when, how, I mean, when do you start having that conversation? What are some moments that would say, hey, it might be time to have this conversation? Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting. I'm in this role, right, in finding over and over again that people haven't had those conversations and then my kids are really funny. I mean, I'm in my 50s and they're like, mom, I think we should be having those conversations <laughs> right now. You know, and they're really not wrong. These conversations should start as early as we possibly can in our adult relationships with our parents. Um, but it's not very common, right? We it usually there's something that happens, um, that emergency, that fall, um, that causes us to know that we need to be taking more roles with our our you know our parents and so um 
you know, they're hard conversations. And I think it's important that we always remember that if we start by asking what they need and what we will be um you know, able to do for them, it will be received better. Um, asking questions instead of really telling them <laughs> what they need, I think always goes better too. Um, advanced care, yeah, advanced care planning is really, um, you know, putting in place our wills and our financial POAs and our healthcare directives. And I find it interesting, an awful lot of people, um, have done the will and even the financial POA, especially if it was for their spouse, they did that real early on. Mm -hmm. But um, those healthcare directives can be a super great place for us to start those conversations with our parents because um, if we're going to be their healthcare agent, we need to know what they desire. And, you know, they're hard conversations to have, but they can really be good ways to start this process. You know, Kate, from my personal perspective, I with my parents, it was a situation where some bills weren't being paid. Yeah. And that forced the discussion. Uh, and, it, you know, it, it was a really difficult thing, especially my, my father, who was extraordinarily proud of taking care of the family and the finances for all those years. And now I'm... And I, I'm at the age now where I get it because <laughs> I probably should be open to the discussion with my grown children. And I, 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 I can see where I would resist that as well. And, and, yeah. and how do you get over that, that barrier? Well, it's a really tough one. And, you know, even as we age, there's all these different things that can be, uh, you know, from illness, of course, like we can have vision loss uh, and different things. And they really make those tasks of everyday life very challenging. And um, it can be really hard to want to surrender our responsibility, right? To take care of our own needs. And so it's just, it can be a really tough thing. I think one thing that we talk a lot about with the uh, the caregivers is, you know, slowly helping with these things and um, if it's possible, right? And that I know a lot of caregivers will offer, but the parent won't want them to. So that, you know, it is just a really tough, it's a tough road. It's a dance mm -hmm. is what it is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we, For do sure. to, we do have to take a break. Uh, we're talking about how to have that conversations, what things we can do to help the people we're caring for deal with their finances. And uh, Kate Jurek with the Elder Network is with us. Of course, Jenna Tobel, First Alliance Credit Union. We'll be back in a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not. And Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk. 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. General Topple with First Alliance Credit Union and Kate Jurek with Elder Network with us today talking about an incredibly important issue, which is the finances of our aging parents and others who may need assistance and uh, preparing for that, I guess. And along those lines, Kate, how can someone prepare financially to start taking care of their parents. 
Well, it's really important that we as caregivers have a full picture, right, of our parents um, or the caregivers or the care receivers' finances. Um, and, you know, some of our caregivers will not, uh, you know, will not want to share um Care receivers will want not want to share that information with us, but it's really important that we know that, right? And um, in in the times that we are in today, some of us are going to out earn our parents, and some of us will not. So it's really a question of knowing um, the financial resources that we have, and how um, we'll be able to um, get support for them when their financial resources are depleted. You know, I think there's just a lot of options out there um, for when we get to that point, but um, you know we need to know what we've got and how long we can, for instance, be in an assisted living without needing some of those resources and things like that. Yeah. So a big part of this has to be then knowing exactly what's what's there, what assets mom and dad have left, and then mapping out a plan. For the remainder of that money to make it as last as long as possible. I think so. I think that really will aid everybody in the process, right? Yeah, absolutely. You're budgeting, budgeting your parents' assets for them, really, which I can only imagine it would be very difficult, especially if you have a parent who maybe is unwilling to cooperate or doesn't want to talk about the situation or, um, yeah, interesting. And also, so, just finding those assets can be a challenge as well sometimes. Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Kate, earlier you kind of mentioned needing, uh, you know, a POA, a power of attorney to help take over your parents' financial matters and assist them in that way. So when should someone consider getting power of attorney for their parents? Well, you know, it's easier said than done, but really we need to have it before we need it in essence, because um, when someone can give us that permission to be their um, power of attorney is, you know, probably before we're needing to actually put it into action. But so I think, you know, as we've talked about these conversations along the way, um, you know, when there's transitions is really a good option, you know, to start these conversations often maybe someone we know will pass away and um you know i know a lot of people have <laughs> implemented all of these things after somebody they know has had in essence a disastrous you know um passing situation like they didn't uh you know have things um ducks in a row so to speak <laughs> and yeah. um so you know being aware of you know our parents' um, surroundings and their friends' circumstances and things. And, and just, you know, utilizing those as an option for conversation, I think is a really good way to start sometimes. Um, but of course, you know, when we're having um, concerns about them, I know Andy had said, you know, his dad wasn't paying his bills. So he knew mm -hmm. that there's things that weren't being um, taken care of you know, that is definitely, if you don't have it by then, the times that you should be saying, hey, you know, I want to give you the most autonomy possible in this process. And um, so if you can let me partner with you 
in these decisions and that's what the financial POA is, um, I can then, you know, keep advocating for you all the way, um, you know, till the end, um, mom and dad. And, you know, and I really want to do that for you. It's a gift I can give back. And I think, um, you know, if we can let people think about it that way, instead of that we're taking over for them, um, I think people are maybe more open to it too. If you're the person giving power of attorney to someone else, are there any things you really need to be aware of and think of before you do that? Well, absolutely. I mean, you want to make sure that is a trusted individual. Um, you know, we do uh, unfortunately have uh, people that might want to prey on someone, you know, that's in a vulnerable state. So we always want to make sure that um, these relationships are, uh, you know, tried and true and and. Uh, even it even happens in families. So I think, you know, transparency is really important, making sure that there's um, more people involved. Um, and now, you know, a lot of times you'll pick um, a primary POA and then you'll have an alternative and um, there's accounting purposes and things that you have, um, you know, you have to show uh, people if you're managing someone's money, things like that. So I think it's, you know, we're trying really hard to make it the safest and best we can for individuals. But um, I think we still, you know, we need to have those things in place. What about on the other end, the person who is obtaining power of attorney, what kind of responsibilities do they have that they better think about before taking on those responsibilities? Well, and you know, I probably am not the best person to go okay. into all the, you know, all the pieces of that because these are legal documents. And, you know, if you do have any concerns, you know, certainly um, seek advice on, you know, what would be the best. But I think um, the biggest thing to, uh, you know, and it can get a little um, complex. I've had a few situations where we just start laughing. We're like, oh my gosh, um, where, uh, you know, if someone was, signed up as someone's POA, but not really acting that way at the time. Maybe the bank accounts can get mingled or things like that. That So just, you know, open communication with your financial institutions um, is important mm -hmm. and uh, things like that. All right. Well, we have to take another break already. So we'll get that out of the way and we'll continue with Good Money Moves in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I didn't think it was possible to meet someone like Susan. Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We are back with Good Money Moves. News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Jenna Tobble, First Alliance Credit Union, always is with us. Mm -hmm. But today we are joined by special guest Kate Jurek with the Elder Network and talking about... Taking care of our uh, elderly family members or others who might need help with their finances. So take it away, Jenna. I know you have some more questions. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about power of attorney before the break, which was fantastic information. But it did kind of make me start to think a little bit about, you know, what are the issues 
that come with taking care of your parents that you should really be including maybe siblings in on a conversation around? You know, obviously, if you're an only child, it's just you. But if you come from a large family like I do, I've got six siblings. You know, how do you involve them in that conversation around taking care of your parents and their financial state? Yeah, you know, teamwork is always the best option. Um, you know, when you've got a lot of different people in the mix is to have everybody on the same, uh, you know, on the same thinking. Um, and often we don't come to the table that way. You know, we all have our mm-hmm. own opinions and decisions. And so um, very often I, I will see families uh, have a family meeting, you know, and everybody kind of lays out what they think and um, it might be different. And, but yet you have to somehow, um, you know, <laughs> make things happen, whether, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, and so oftentimes you can allow different people to take on different roles. And, um, you know, and I think that that's important that everybody who wants to participate and that the parents want to participate um, are engaged in the process together. Excellent. What, so now it kind of makes me think now, so you said t- maybe taking on different roles. Obviously, there's maybe the role of overseeing finances and making sure bills are getting paid. Another role might be making sure they get to those medical appointments and things like that. So how, you know, and medical expenses in and of themselves as you get older are become very important. So how do you really help uh, handle the medical expenses of your aging parents? You know, what are the resources out there for that huge financial burden in and of itself? Right. Well, there's lots of levels, you know, of our healthcare insurance under Medicare, and it's always important. Um, and one of the reasons that the system is set up that way to have an e- an annual review. There's um, a specific time in the fall that um, it's called open enrollment, and we can have an option to change our plan if it's not meeting our needs. And that will happen often if um, someone's out of pocket expenses are getting really high in a certain year, you might want to take a look at that. And um, there's also um, low income subsidies available for those who have limited monthly income. And um, these resources will be able to lower their premiums and help them with their part D drug costs. And there's other programs that can help with those darn drug costs too, because they do... um, you know, they're just really a big problem for seniors yes. with lots of conditions. Absolutely. And um, those types of topics, I imagine, um, that's where the elder network can come in and help. Somebody, Absolutely. I, and I, yep. You know, on a personal level, I remember when it was getting near the end with my dad and, you know, the the financial assets were shrinking rapidly because of the amount of care he needed. Um, is that where somebody can reach out to the elder network and go, well, what can I do You know, at, at this point? Oh, is- absolutely. Yes. So, you know, caregiving is hard work and there's lots of questions and I'm just one of the people. So you can reach out to me, but um, there is also um, a service uh in the state called the Senior Linkage Line. And it's a 1-800 number where people can get all kinds of questions answered. And um, 
you know, oftentimes those folks might refer someone to me who might need in-person forms assistance or whatever, but I can do a lot of the same things that they do. But if you just had a quick question, you can always give them a call. And the Senior um, Linkage Line is an amazing statewide phone resource uh, through the Southeastern Minnesota Area Agency on Aging for all residents in Minnesota. And they're often the first call that caregivers make, um, you know, when they need to maybe move someone or all the different things that we're dealing with. And they, they can help with information and referral, Medicare counseling, other questions and concerns that caregivers have in this complex journey. And um, each Uh, County in Southeastern Minnesota has an advocate like myself. And so um, if you need to chat with me or um, any of the other ones, you can always call me and I can give you their number too (laughs) um, for the other counties. So uh, by calling Elder Network or reaching out to us through our website at www.elder-network.org, you can reach me and I'd be happy to, to answer any questions you have. Is there anything else that we haven't covered? Is there any just general piece of information that you you would want to stress as far as helping uh, helping out with the finances or other needs of our aging aged parents or family members? Um, I, you know, I think that just having those conversations mm-hmm. as early as we can with people, um, you know, it's always good. <laughs> You know, I, I, you know, and I, it, it's always hard, right? It's a hard thing um, to relinquish our autonomy. In essence, is like oftentimes what people are thinking, but I think we can make it easier for them um, if we make sure that they know that we want them a part of the decision making too. Fantastic, and as usual, <laughs> we don't have enough time to cover everything we should talk about, but I know, Jenna, I'm going to turn this back to you, and uh, you can point us to some additional resources if we have more questions outside of the Elder Network or the Senior Linkage Line. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Kate, for joining us today. You did share a ton of excellent information, and I really appreciate you coming in, sharing your expertise with our listeners. Um, If you have any questions about your finances um, or even, you know, how you can use beneficiaries to help um, your aging parents and and whatnot, you can certainly visit our website at firstalliancecu.com. You can get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice out there every week. You can go back and listen to past episodes of this show at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on carocnews.com. You can subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcast. And if you love our show, please take a moment to leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Um, If you do have a financial topic or a question that you'd like us to cover on Good Money Moves, please send me an email at marketing at firstalliancecu.com. And of course, I strongly encourage you to reach out to our team at First Alliance Credit Union so that they can help you start making good money moves today. That's First Alliance Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA and an equal housing lender. Kate Jurek from the Elder Network. Thank you. This is 